Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch parties? Where are the brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning, Truth Nation. What's going on? Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Monday. November 13th, and as you heard, you are listening to the morning show on planet Earth, Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on this cold, but we're here. We're here Monday. Good morning, Brother Telly. Good morning. Look, it ain't going to be that cold. It's going to be about 58 here today, and uh, that's right around the, the golf playing threshold, so... I'm hoping that sun comes out, but good morning, man. I do too. You looking real official over there, DT. Is that the new kid? Man, man I'm so excited. You have no idea. Oh, How do man. I, do, I sound, do I sound better? Man, Please tell me sound, I sound better. Look, it all looks... <laughs> Woo, won't he do it? It is Hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> man, it's all about growth. Look, I've told y'all, I'm coming into 2024 on a whole... I'm on a new level, y'all. I'm getting ready now. Good morning, Benjamin. It's amazing. Is that what you say? People say good morning. You just say, it's amazing. I love exactly. it. I'm here for it. That's exactly how I see it. You know, it is It is probably very little chance you're going to get a negative reaction if someone says, it's amazing. You will have that one person be like, oh, really? It is amazing. <laughs> right. Good morning. Is it? <laughs> like, dang, my bad. Right. Not. No. Well, because I'm seriously, because you remember during the Juneteenth celebration and, you know, Truth, the Truth Nation, we had a we had a booth. And, you know, Telly and I, we broadcasted live. You think anybody was thinking about me and Telly? It was like, where's Ben Jammin? Where's the Green Eyed Bandit? Now, it's those, amazing. Those are those so are facts. It. Those are facts. Yeah, that, that I was there. It happened. I was like, I'm. I was like, I'm. I'm. I'm DT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Ben Jammin? I was like, bet Ben. The, your fans are look. He, he don't have anything to say. Ben, get back in teams. Don't make me call you out. I want to see your face. Anywho, y'all. First of all, before we get into our show today, and this came from Telly, and I was like, Telly, thank you. I totally no, – actually, this came from Ben. This came from both of y'all. Huge, huge shout-out to those who served in the armed forces, in the military. Shout-out to all the vets. Happy, happy Veterans Day. I know Veterans Day was technically Saturday. Mm-hmm. 
But we just want to wish y'all a very, very happy Veterans Day. Hope you had a happy Veterans Day weekend. And again, we love you. We thank you. We appreciate your service and ensuring that we have our freedom. You know, there are there are a lot of veterans out there that have served this country. And as you and I both know, are are homeless. Um, they're dealing with disabilities. Mm-hmm. They're struggling with, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. We, we as a as a country. We have to do better with supporting our vets. Yeah, yeah. That's real talk. I agree. And and that's one of the things about Veterans Day that actually annoys me, DT. And that is for one day you stand up and you, you know, you clap and you're at the game and let's recognize our military. And it's like, why is it one day? Why is it one day that out of the year you say thank you for the sacrifices they have made to protect our country? And that picture you just saw, I'm yeah, sure I'm like, you know who is. Who is this handsome that person? Is. Who's this handsome man? That's my dad. Don't we look just alike? I was, but see, here's the thing, though. <laughs> because, you know, you, you, you don't really talk much about your dad. So I didn't want to be, I didn't want to assume that it was, but this is your twin. Seriously, you look <laughs> just like your father. And he served in, in the Army? He served in the Army. Yes, he did. Okay. Yes, yes. My I'm just dad guessing passed based away on his in uniform. 13 and, uh, in 2013. And, uh, yeah, don't talk a lot about him, but I mean, yes, he did serve. And, uh, and my brother posted that picture. And the funny thing is every year when he posts that picture, it's like, everyone would be like, man, like, why is Telly like dressed up in, in, uh, military <laughs> gear? You look just truth nation. We gotta, we gotta somehow get this picture on our, seriously, first of all, to honor your father and his commitment and service to the country. Secondly, this is Telly's twin, y'all. Like for real, like talk about spit somebody out. <laughs> hey, you think if he tried to get a paternity test on me, the judge wouldn't have oh, laughed at him? <laughs> the judge, the judge would be like, "You don't get out of my courtroom, wasting my time." <laughs> Listen, when I was when I was carrying, when I was pregnant with Darren, when I tell y'all, because you know his father and I, we weren't like together or whatever. Anywho, when I tell y'all, I was on my knees praying every day for, please let my son look like me. I do not want to see his dad's face. I know that sounds terrible. I'm just being honest. <laughs> no. And, Prayer, that's, and then what ended up happening? <laughs> he looked just like me. <laughs> Thank God. Prayer works. <laughs> now, Darren is, you know, he's 25 now. So it's funny because he and I had gotten to a little disagreement. I was like, you look just like your dad. Because now that he's getting older, uh-huh. sound like him talks like him and, and you that is that is bad i know this is not one of the topics but if you a son that is <laughs> that, i know what you gonna say <laughs> speak on it tell, oh my tell, god tell the people okay so if you are the product of a relationship that didn't work and you the son that looks like your dad Woo-hoo! oh man that is a rough <laughs> 18 years, let me tell you, because at the point my mom and dad split when I was four. So by this time, she couldn't stand them when I, I mean, because I'm the last of five children. So when I came along, that was around the time they were kind of ending things. So from four until I left to go to college, anytime I made my mom mad, she'd be like, you look just like that 
you bleep, bleep, and bleep. Get out of my face. I'm like, Ma, I can't help how I look. <laughs> and I ain't do none of that to you, what he did. <laughs> Hey, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'm that's exactly why I prayed. When I was pregnant, I literally, I was like, Lord, please, please let Darren look just like me. And I mean, he came out. It was so funny because when they, when they literally, when you know, they pulled him out, the nurse was like, oh, this is definitely your child. Cause his lips were just like, you know, it covered his whole face. What number lips? And I was like, yes, I'm look. They don't call it labor for nothing. Like, I'm sweating. I'm like, ha, ha, ice, ice. <laughs> now, I'm like, let me see him. Now, you just said how much I look like my dad. So just imagine yeah. the torment I Ooh. got from my mom anytime she got upset or probably didn't just, get a I, check from him or something. She'll man. take it out on me. I'd be like, go to your room. I can't stand the sight of your look. Because you know how black mamas we get so we're so loving when we're mad. Get out of my face. Your face is so ugly. You look just like that. <laughs> you look just like the man that I was smitten for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy Veterans Day. <laughs> Again, thank you. Because now you got me thinking. I'm like, oh, look, I'm not starting my week off thinking about thinking about Dare's dad. All right. <laughs> happy happy veterans day thank you again for all of your service yes, we have so yes, much yes. to talk about uh well and then there were three what are you talking about denise before we get into because i know when we talk about the michael mattioli verdict we're, we're probably gonna you know get a lot of <sighs> input which we want by the way y'all the truth nation the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. Also, you can always watch us live. If you are at home, at your office, at work, somewhere you can watch, you can watch us live on YouTube or Twitter. All you got to do is search for 1017 The Truth, and you will see Telly and I live in the studio coming to you with this recent update. Now, remember, we have a presidential election Coming up next year, we'll be voting for our 47th president. Could be 46, stay the same. In July of next year, as we all know by now, Milwaukee is going to be hosting the Republican National Convention. We're talking about a number of black people that are starting to switch and vote for or vote the Republican ticket. One less black person you won't see here <laughs> is our brother from South Carolina who recently announced yesterday that he is suspending his campaign for president of the United States. And that is our brother, Senator Tim Scott. Now, let me tell you why I'm leading with this, y'all. And, you know, his whole strategy, it was, I don't know who's on his campaign. Was whack. <laughs> so whack. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't even know if y'all knew this or not, because I just saw this last week. This was before he announced that he was suspending his campaign for president. Last week, 
I'm going through, you know, hot topics and what's going on. And Tim Scott, at the time, Republican presidential candidate Tim Scott. And and here's the thing, y'all, that boils down to this. He has had significant difficulty raising money for his campaign. Interesting, because, you know, Tim Scott, he's not only uh, an American businessman. He's not only a, a good Christian brother, but he knew all about as a black man, you know, <laughs> what we came from, from a slavery standpoint. I'm going to get into that a little bit. But so, so, so Telly, I'm not making this up. Telly Benjamin, last week, Tim Scott was working so hard to get the American people's vote as the Republican presidential candidate that he went out and got him a girlfriend because, you know, there was speculation about number one, his sexual orientation. Uh-huh. And we all know the GOP, that's a very conservative party with a lot of conservative values, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to sexual orientation. It's very, very right. And so there was some speculation regarding Tim Scott's sexuality or sexual orientation. So last, a couple of weeks ago, he came out with his girlfriend. And I'm doing the air quotes. As I'm sipping my coffee. The, the one he uh, ran out and rented or bought. <laughs> you want to know her name? Trudy. <laughs> Actually, you're not. You're not far. You're, you're quite warm. So it ain't Trudy. I, I, I don't have any more guesses. <laughs> I'm going I'm to say I'm going to say the girlfriend's name. And actually, I'll be curious to see if she's still his girlfriend next week since he just announced yesterday that he's suspending his campaign. His girlfriend's name, Telly, is Mindy. Mm. Mindy Nose. Capital N-O-C-E. Is that the right way to say it? Nose? Is that the correct yeah, pronunciation? Yeah. Mindy. Mindy Nose. Uh. Now, before we, <laughs> we move on. I, I wonder if Mindy to- ever played double Dutch. <laughs> Let me get some more drink of my coffee. <laughs> just just a curious question. <laughs> <clears throat> well, my short answer is no. Okay. <laughs> now, Scott, Tim Scott yesterday during an interview with Fox News said that he has no intention of accepting because a lot of times when certain individuals step out of the presidential race, it's because maybe one of the head, you know, head runners of the race, i.e. Trump, i.e. Ron DeSantis, may say, hey, if, if you step out and when I win, I'll make you blah, blah, blah. So Tim Scott said that he has no intention of accepting a vice presidential nomination. And he has, again, suspended his campaign. Now, I just want to. Oh, wait a minute. Remind- I'm sorry. One more time. You said he will not. Put himself in. Who's going to ask him? Yeah. Well, you know, he's so humble. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's he's so humble. So don't somebody got to ask you to do that? That ain't something you could just be like, you know what? Uh, I think I'll go ahead and go for VP then. What's the brother out of uh, Kentucky that just lost after basically? uh, Daniel Cameron. 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 Yeah. Daniel Cameron. Tim Scott. First of all. You can't come back home. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> so don't even think about it. 
<laughs> don't don't be going to the Black Baptist Church like OJ did after he was, you know. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you know, OJ was walking around wearing dashikis, yeah. talking about fight sure, the power. Sure, sure, you can go to church. You can go to a black church, take Mindy in there with you and see, you know, how everything shake Man. out for you. And, you know, it's just interesting because these are the same brothers that, again, you could just look at both Tim Scott and Daniel Cameron came from a black woman. You can clearly see just based on. Well, it, allegedly, came, according to their skin, allegedly, man, <laughs> let's quit. All, this is truth be told. We can do all that. You know, like, no, this is truth be told. I'm not playing that. You know, they black. They bliggity, bliggity, bliggity black. I'm quite confident that they came both from black women and the perspectives that they have shared in terms of being black in this country have just been, you know, very, very interesting. You know, Tim, Tim Scott was quoted as saying that, you know, we can no longer be impacted by slavery and we have to take race out of, uh, you know, our, our decision making. And this is a quote, actually. I'm going to go ahead and just read a quote really quick. This came out of re- former Republican presidential candidate Tim Scott's mouth. Quote, black families survived slavery. We survived. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just processing the word we. Anywho. <laughs> we survived poll taxes. And you and from the tests. South. That's what's crazy. But go ahead. <laughs> no, for real. Keep talking. Discrimination. <laughs> Now, this is where he really made me mad. What was hard to survive was President Lyndon Johnson's Great Society, where they decided to take the black father out of the household to get a check in the mail. And you can now measure that in employment, in crime, and devastation. Yes, Tim Scott, all the systemic racist efforts that have impacted black Americans all came from President Lyndon B. Johnson's administration. You are absolutely wrong. <laughs> I just had to say this. I don't have a pro- look. I love the fact that there is a, an increased presence of black people in the Republican Party. We need to have representation everywhere, period. Republican, Democrat, independent. I'm all for it. But what I'm not for is when these super, super, super right conservative black men who run for a the highest office in our U.S. government, i.e. president, go out and get somebody who has no experience with being black, has so much to say about being black. And is totally disrespectful, like Daniel Cameron, who basically gave Breonna Taylor no support said that, and I quote the police officers that broke into her home and shot her cold blooded while she was asleep. said they were doing their job. We come back from break again. I'm going to give Tim Scott and Daniel Cameron a big ain't nobody come to see you. Otis good riddance. Have a great life. (laughs) You're listening. The Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, <laughs> the best morning show on planet Earth on the award-winning 1017 FM. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. we playing that as we welcome you back to truth be told with dt and telly this week is achievement week for omega sci-fi fraternity incorporated and our founders day will be friday and yesterday we kicked it off with uh worship and fellowship at evolve church and every day this week we will have something going on. So shout out to the Qs. We know this week is is a very important week, very special week. So shout out to the bros. That's why we playing that. Hey, and then who is the, the pastor at Evolve? I love him. Uh, He's also the pastor, pastor for the Bucks, Pastor Kenneth right? Locke. Kenneth Locke. I saw him at the Bucks game a couple weeks ago. That's a good brother. Yes. That's a great yes. brother. He's, he's also the team he's chaplain. He's so many of our – that's what I'm saying. He's a look. I'm sorry. I I didn't say it as proper as you did. I said the preacher for the books. Thank you, Telly. Yeah. Thank you once again. Yeah, you can't say the preacher for, for the for books. Bringing out, <laughs> look, I, hey, this is look. This is Milwaukee Black Talk Radio. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. T- Telly's all proper. He's the chaplain for the. I'm like he. Oh, hey, hey, the pastor for the books. Hey, hey, hey preacher man. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down the street, preacher man. <laughs> Come preach to me, preacher man. I said when I saw him at the game. I'm like, I'm like 90% sure that's what I said when I saw him at the Bucks game. <laughs> hey, ain't you the preacher for the Milwaukee Bucks? God bless you, brother. He probably was like, who is this? <laughs> Anywho, but now that's but... awesome. Now, before break, we were talking about former, I can say that, former presidential candidate Tim Scott, who suspended his campaign as of yesterday. He made the official announcement on Fox News during an interview, and he also said that if invited to run as vice president during this upcoming presidential campaign, he will respectfully decline, as if. On the Truth Talking text line, Mike from Mill Rose says, Tim Scott trippy, but his take on racism in the state of black America is not wrong. Interesting. Mm. I, I don't agree, but I definitely appreciate your perspective. Uh, that is one of those Mike from Mill Road. We would definitely love to hear your voice on this one. Call in and explain why you think Tim Scott's uh, take on racism is not wrong. Um, I, I know some of the things that he's said that you may agree with, but to say that you agree with everything, I would love to get your perspective from that. So, Mike from Mill Road, put down the text, put down the keyboard this time, and hit us up, 833-212-1017. Well, and I'll say this. I'm not – there are some elements of what Tim Scott said regarding black America that I don't disagree with. But for me, the problem that I had, and I have a lot of problems when you have like a Daniel Cameron, I don't care how many suits you wear. I don't care how many, you know, women that are not black that you bring out and say, this is my woman. You are still viewed in this country as a black man Mm -hmm. or as a black person, period. Secondly, (laughs) I, I, I get what you're saying, Tim Scott and Mike from Mill Road. 
But remember, he's speaking from a lens of where he would be leading the entire United States of America. And his message was very, um, it was targeted to a certain audience, a white audience. So Mike from Mill Road and everybody else who feels that Tim Scott's take on racism, we're not, if, if seriously, if you're a black man running for president, and all you're going to do is make it seem like racism does not only exist, but is not continuing to serve as an, uh, an epidemic towards black people and people of color in this country. That is so disrespectful to black people. You expect me to go vote for you when you're basically telling others, oh, racism. That's not a big deal. Yeah, we got over that. We're good with that now. Yeah. You know, we we are we are Americans that are thriving. Now, Tim Scott, Daniel Cameron. And all these other black Republicans that and Democrats that because of their status and wealth are totally disrespecting and discounting those that are that look just like you. They may not wear a suit and tie every day, but look just like you and are impacted to this day by the epidemic of racism. Shame on both of you. So I'm glad yeah. that the people spoke. Yeah, come on, but come but on, it Dad. shows it shows the disconnect that uh, these guys have with our community. And when yes. you're trying to speak on something that you don't know anything about, you sound crazy. And people don't think that because it, when it comes to racism, everybody has an opinion because they may have experienced something or another. But here's the thing. There are some people that really haven't had to experience a lot of things or they have, but they've been in this cocoon. And now you're saying, okay, after all these years, uh, it's okay. Let's put it this way. It's like the equivalence of asking Jay-Z to make an album about selling crack. He hasn't done that in 30 years probably. So he can't connect to the game right now. He does there's there's no. no connection anymore. Just because you used to do something don't mean that you still know what's going on or you are that much involved in it. And so when Tim Scott starts to talk about racism and this that and the other, you haven't experienced anything what well I don't know his life experiences, <laughs> but you probably haven't experienced some of the same things that a lot of other black Americans exactly. have. To experience. What, what I would challenge Mike from Mill Road, as well as others that share the same view, and that this is a quote, I'm going to read it again. This came from Tim Scott. Black families survived slavery. I would have had way more respect for him if he would have said, <clears throat> although the enslavement of black people was abolished, it is still happening in other formats, i.e. mass incarceration. I would have respected him if he would have said that way. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, we survived. Yeah. Well, and again, <laughs> uh, Mike from Mill Road, again, as a black person addressing racism, there's a time and a place to say certain things when you are with your people. It's kind of like, you know, tell you grew up with siblings. You yes. know, doggone well that you and your brothers and your sister and y'all would argue, y'all call each other names and, you know, fight and argue. But if somebody from the outside came. Oh, no, you can't. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So there's that certain things that, like that. That, that we could talk about as a community, but from the outside, yeah. you can't say that. So it just, it was very disheartening for, for me 
to know that Tim Scott would be standing in front of a sea of white people that have had no, probably have had no interaction, no meaningful relationships with people of color. For him to t- stand in front of a group of white people, conservative, right, white people, and talk about slavery and black families. Man, yeah. it's, not, it's not the message. Yeah. It's who you were talking to and then how you said it. That's why I'm glad that he's gone. Yeah. Mike from Mill Road, we're still waiting to hear from you. Yeah. Courtney on the Truth Talking text line says, <laughs> Colonial grooming is real when whites convince black men that they must lose their identity is exactly what tyrants and facets do remove identity thank you courtney for sharing your thoughts again the truth talking text line is 833-212-1017 yeah yeah i it is it don't speak on stuff that you don't know anything about and just because you've been in the room before or something like that doesn't give you the license or qualifications to speak on things because let's just be real if tim scott was in a room full of black people he would feel just as uncomfortable as a white person who was in a room with all black people would feel well if tim scott was in a room full of black people we might want to see if Jesus Christ has resurrected himself because that would be the last <laughs> days when you see Tim Scott in a room full of black people. Okay, we're going to take a break. We come back from break. We're going to get into, if you have not already read, Mike Malioti, the former Milwaukee police officer. Mattioli, thank you. The former uh, Milwaukee police officer that was found not guilty in the murder of, I believe it's Joel Acevedo. Acevedo, thank you. Mm -hmm. Joel Acevedo. And my condolences for the family of Joel Acevedo. When we come back, we're going to get into what led, what happened during Friday's verdict. Do you feel, Truth Nation, that justice was served in this case? More to come, we come back. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We'll be back. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I see you, Benjamin. Let Truth Nation know on this Monday. We're going to make it. We are making it. Speaking of which, speaking of making it, the Black-owned business Give Back is back. We have again teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away six thousand dollars worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023 and yes we are in our final quarter of the year to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity visit blackbusinessgiveback.com that is blackbusinessgiveback.com let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth for official rules head to blackbusinessgiveback.com Associated Bank member FDIC. Before break, we were talking about former president, presidential candidate on the Republican ticket, 
Senator Tim Scott, Republican out of South Carolina, announced yesterday on Fox News that he will be suspending his presidential campaign. On the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, Mike from Mill Road says, Tim Scott is trippy, but his take on racism in the state of black America is not wrong. And as Telly had mentioned, which I love, this is a talk show, not a tech show. So, Mike, good morning. You are live with DT and Telly on Truth Be Told. What is your question or comment? Hey, DT and Telly, big fan. What I, I just want to clarify my point. What I, what I was saying was is that racism in the way that we knew it at one point in history in this country is not the same as it is today. Through laws such as the civil rights movement of the 60s that changed racist policies. If we say it exists like it did then, now we're just doing a disservice to our ancestors. So that, that's all I would say, and that's what I believe Tim Scott was kind of saying. And so a lot of stuff now, now we've been held back. The homestead can't be able to buy, like, houses, denied benefits, black veterans, all of that. Yes, but now the last 50 years, it's kind of more of, like, ignorance and culture. Mike, let me let me ask you a question. Mike, Mike, let me ask you a question. And first and foremost, thank you so much for being a fan of the show. We appreciate you. You are one of our valued listeners. We really appreciate that. Let me ask you a question. If you were searching to buy a new car and you you need a car with all the bells and whistles, you've got your dream car picked out, you're ready to go buy it. And let's say you and I meet and I say, Mike. Come buy a car for me. And you're going to say, okay, DT, where are you working at? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't have any experience working as a car dealer, but I'll sell you a car. Well, what about if I have questions about its functionalities, its features? Oh, I don't want anything about that, but I'm going to sell you a car. Would you buy it from me? What are you wanting me? Am I supposed to buy it from you because we're black? What are you saying? I'm saying that how can, how, can you, how can you even... I'm asking, how can you even regard Tim Scott as a credible source to speak on racism towards black people when I have never seen him? I've never seen him around black people when it was time for him to, to reflect that he's a family man. He he announces that his girlfriend, who happens to be white. I'm just trying to understand why are we giving this? Why are you giving this man so much credibility on the topic of racism when obviously he has completely intentionally separated himself from black people? I give him I give him his credit because that man is working politics in South Carolina as a Republican, so he deals with that head on all day. What I will say, okay, to your point, I would say that he might have a blinder and a bias because again, if you just deal with one group of people all day. You're going to like and think like that group of people. So I'll give you that. But at the end of the day, that he's in circles and doing things that, as, as you know, as I sound, I, would, I couldn't do. And as far as his status, I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. But as far it's as okay. credibility on racism, yeah, I, I would say he stands true. Uh, just like the woman on service you uh, show the other day, 92-year-old black woman said, when he asked her, hey, is there racism? She said, well, I, I don't know, maybe. So, I mean, 92. So I, that's all I'm saying. I think it's culture, y'all. I, I just, it's more so that. And, and okay. Just well, to, you know, repair damages. Of course, damages, yes. 
Yes. Well, I appreciate, again, we appreciate, Telly and I appreciate your, your perspective. We appreciate your listenership. I just find it difficult that people who don't like the other Republican candidate for president, Vivek, and I don't want to disrespect his last name, but Vivek. Uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, I want to say it is. Yeah, you but know, I could he's, rumors have it that he's one of the reasons why Don Lemon from CNN got fired. And during that interview, if you haven't already seen it, Vivek just he's standing there with the utmost confidence and conviction talking about black people, racism in the country. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you've never been black unless I'm missing something. Let me know. I am tired of watching people serve as subject matter experts regarding racism in this country when they've never experienced from the lens and point of view of black people. Tim Scott, as far as him being in South Carolina. I mean, he's he he let black people know how he feels about being black. Self-hate. He let black people know how he feels about black women. Mindy. So, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis Tim Scott. Anywho, we're going to move on to a more local subject matter. Former Milwaukee police officer Michael Mattioli on Friday was found not guilty in the 2020 death of Joel Acevedo, a jury of eight women and four men deliberated for about five and a half hours and returned the verdict of not guilty. Mike Mattioli resigned as a Milwaukee police department after serving for 13 years upon uh, this case taking place. He was off duty at a party at his house, Mike Mattioli with two other friends that apparently got into an argument which included Joel Acevedo Mike Mattioli restrained and I'm doing the the air quotes for 10 minutes during a fight and Joel Acevedo was killed was murdered and Mattioli was charged with first degree reckless homicide in Acevedo's death and upon that Back in 2020, he resigned from the police department. Well, as of Friday, Mike Mattioli will not serve jail time. He was found not guilty for first-degree reckless homicide. And, of course, Acevedo's family is (laughs) rightfully so disappointed in this outcome in this verdict and over the past three years have worked tirelessly to find justice for their son in a matter of three whole years now the mother did say and i quote maribel acevedo that they have found peace in their faith knowing that their son is home and that his heart which was donated to a man in need of a plant transplant lives on wow Joel Acevedo was a organ donor because he suffered from asthma. So this fight didn't help. So again, Truth Nation was just to serve. Telly, what are your thoughts? Uh, I just hate it's another one. I, I hate it's another one, meaning another officer who has killed someone uh, and just because they're in law enforcement, get a pass because of whatever reasons. And if this was two people 
non-law enforcement people that were involved in something like this, somebody would be sitting in jail right now. But because he was a law enforcement, I mean, he, he was a police officer, and um, then they come up with all these excuses. I caught some of it where they were trying to say uh, because of his asthma, as you just mentioned, that was one of the things and allegedly the drugs that were in his system when he died uh, led to his death. First off, the coroner uh, did not want to testify for whatever reason. Like if something is a homicide, you don't have anything to gain or lose. Why not just come tell the truth? But they didn't want to testify and uh, not to get too much into it because I didn't follow it that much. But to me, again, you have video, you have evidence, you have everything that you need to convict this person. And uh, even audio that said, I don't give a F about him. I, he's tried to steal from me. Like all of these things seem like they just fell on deaf ears when it came to the jury. And it's always something that is in place to make sure that these police officers are protected regardless of what they do. That's my opinion. I I completely agree with you. And, and although the coroner didn't testify, the Milwaukee County medical examiner did testify and not the that, one that did it originally. They had another. Yes. Yeah. So Joel Acevedo, according to the Milwaukee County medical examiner died of anoxic, and I'm going to say this slow, encephalopathy, which is a severe brain damage caused by a lack of oxygen, which was a result of Michael Mattioli. Applying an illegal chokehold on him. So you're saying that... Because it showed that his neck and his chest showed signs of compression at the time of his death. Because in those types of situations, it's, it's, it's very heated. And so his his mindset was, I want to cause some severe damage to Joel Acevedo. I know we got to take a break. Truth Nation, the Truth Talking Text Line is blowing up. We're going to read some of your texts when we come back. We've been talking about Michael Mattioli being a former Milwaukee Police Department officer, was found not guilty of reckless homicide against Joel Acevedo on Friday. More to come when we come back. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 1017 FM, The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Nation, it's college month on the award-winning 1017 The Truth, and we want to help your young scholar get those free scholarship dollars. All month long, we will be highlighting local universities who offer full tuition scholarships and local organizations who help students find thousands of dollars in scholarships each year. So be sure to tune in to 1017 
97 The Truth all month long so you do not miss this important information on how your student can go to college and be debt free. College Month on The Truth is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, American Family Insurance, Gruber Law Offices, and Associated Bank. As we welcome you back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, we are discussing the not guilty verdict for former Milwaukee police officer Michael Mattioli in the death of Joel Acevedo, who was put in a chokehold at Mattioli's house and ended up dying days later after this incident. So what are your thoughts, Truth Nation? You've already been blowing us up on the Truth Talk to text line, 833-212-1017. Craig says he wasn't law enforcement. He was a monster with a badge. Mari says another case of white people getting away with killing brown people. December is 11 years that Corey Stingley was murdered in West Allis, and there's been no justice for him and Thomas says on the true talk to text line what was the race of the jury we'll get to all of those questions and we'll continue this conversation on the other side of the break make sure you keep it locked for the second hour of truth be told with DT and Telly more after the break Another drug and juggle, another day, another 